If you're like me and you grew up in church or if you've ever attended a Christian women's conference, you've probably heard or seen this line a lot. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Psalm 139 verses 13 to 14. Yeah, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, sure. But we live in a world where women are judged solely by their appearance and plastic surgery is the norm. So how do we learn to thrive and live out that truth with godly confidence and with style? Hi, I'm Yolande Morris, and welcome to season two, episode three of the Care Deeply podcast. Today, you guessed it, we're talking about style and confidence, among other things, with Renee Jael, a photographer and style consultant based in Atlanta. Renee and I met several years ago through a mutual friend, and in addition to being an amazing photographer, she's passionate about helping women develop confidence and healthy self-esteem. So grab a cup of coffee or tea and join us for this timely discussion. Hi, Renee. How are you? I am great. How are you, Yolande? I am very good. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Care Deeply podcast. You are someone who, you know, we've been connected for quite some time <laughs> on social media, but, you know, I just wanted to get you, to acclimate our listeners to you and just so you can um, tell us a little bit more about yourself, what is what you do, why you do it, and um, we'll get into it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for having me. My name is Renee JL, and I am originally from Trinidad and Tobago. So I've been living in Atlanta for almost 20 years. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, so um, Atlanta is really home for me. And so I do have family up where you are in New York. So I try to make a trip every year, um, but with the exception of 2020. yeah so in Atlanta I do photography style and some design work that I'm just incorporating into my company and so that's just a little snippet about who I am and what I do that's awesome we're so um you know we're so excited just to learn more about um this aspect of what you do because you know I know you as a photographer right and so what inspired you, first of all, to even become a photographer? Like, tell me about that process, because I know <laughs> I like to take pictures, but what what inspired you to go behind the camera? Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it started a season of creative discovery. When I graduated from college, I went to Tuskegee University and I graduated in 2009. And okay. I after graduating, went through a season of what I like to call creative discovery. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt I like, like the Lord, yeah. Is that, <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. So I'm going to do a bunch of things. <laughs> you know, honestly, my friends, they had me lead a Bible study. Okay? okay. And in the Bible study, you know, they asked me to lead with the parable of the talents and where it talks about one person has one, two and three and how they doubled it. And so God basically showed me through that that girl you are talented I've given you all these gifts and I want you to pursue that but I graduated with a degree in dietetics and so (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) 
<laughs> blank. It was like insert blank stare from Yolan. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So it's totally opposite of what I, you know, wanted to do. And I always knew like I had a creative heart and stuff like that. And so it definitely was a season of, I don't exactly know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I know I'm creative. And so that kind of began the journey of starting different things. So Uh maybe three to four years later, I um, had a friend who was going overseas and she had a camera, but she didn't take the camera with her. She left it with me to keep for her. And mm-hmm. I just felt in my heart that I was supposed to start because I had an interest in photography, but I didn't have a camera. And so this moment I was walking home from the downtown area that was nearby. And I just really felt in my heart like, okay, I feel like God's saying you need to start. And I just got on YouTube and started, but I had this past of starting. I couldn't just start with photography. And so it's been about eight years now that I started and, you know, I niched down in a sense of like who I serve, what I do. And I absolutely love it. Like I, (laughs) there's like an, not necessarily an emotional attachment, but it's just a drawing to people, um, their inner beauty. And of course, like capturing like their um, authentic beauty outwardly as well. And so I could talk about photography all day, but yeah, that's how I got started. No, it's interesting because like, I think, you know, we all have cameras just because we all have phones. Right. And, and my, my camera is my phone Mm -hmm. and I would like to think of myself (laughs) as a photographer. However, (laughs) my friends, when they want that, like money shot, they're Uh, like, "Mm -mm, this isn't it. Right. (laughs) I'm very aware you need a particular eye Mm -hmm. to be um, a photographer. So like, how do you, and it's just, I want this tip for myself and I'm like, how do you hone your eye? Like, how do you train your eye to see that beauty in others? Yeah. I love to talk to my clients. I love to get to know them. And like, if, for example, we're doing your session, I talk to you. I want to know what you love, what makes you light up, what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, I'm capturing those authentic emotions. A lot of times I tell people to think about their favorite memory, think about how you feel in this moment or think about where they'll be in 10 years. Yeah. And so it just kind of depends on the emotion you're trying to get, but it's always authentic because your thoughts always reflect on your face. <laughs> I would say I do have a snort. And so sometimes if I'm talking to my client and I laugh and snort, that does create a laugh or something like that. Uh, And I'm very like happy and very energetic on my sessions. And so sometimes, you know, that is a reason for, for a great smile or a moment, but a lot of times it's very intentional. Yeah. And, um, you know, just asking the person and just really getting to know them because it's their story, you know? And I love that. I love that their photo is their story, right? You're telling a story about someone through their, through your photography, but then Mm -hmm. also, um, you know, one of the things I recognize too is taking photos can be, you know, for example, like a big self-esteem boost on one hand, right? Because people are posting it on social media Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, they're getting the likes, they're getting the comments and, and all of that. But, you know, as a photographer, how do you build confidence? you know, in your subjects, like if, if you have, cause some people come with it, right. Mm-hmm. Some people have like their model. I, I have a friend and 
she can bring it right mm. she just turn it on but then i know people like my mom you know for example who i'm always like I look back at photos and there was a while there where she was not, I'm like, mom, is there something happening? Like, you know, there was just, it was not coming across in the photos. Like Mm -hmm. she, she was not smiling. You know, I can just smile, but it was very, I don't know why, but it was just, and I, and maybe it's from this, a different era, right? She Mm -hmm. just wasn't conjuring that up. So Mm -hmm. I I struggle even in taking photos of her. So Mm -hmm. like, how do you, how do you, um, if you have a subject who maybe you're struggling to bring out or to have them get to that place. Yeah. I talk them through it. You know, um, I coach them through it. Like I probably will ask, is there a boundary between, you know, you and you wanting to take photos and they might say, you know, something about themselves or something like that. But almost always after I show them a photo yeah. of what they look like on camera, then they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm doing pretty great because I'm, I have an awareness. You know, people, we want our bodies to look great on camera. We yeah. want our right angles. We do yeah. want to see our authentic selves. And so once I do, you know, show them that, I think that kind of eases them a little bit and just yeah. makes their shoulders relax. And, you know, some, for some people it does take some time and that's okay because, you know, if we're like, I obviously try to build a relationship, but you know, if you are someone who typically doesn't like to take photos, it's going to take you a 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I promise you, and always talking to the client, you never want to be silent. <laughs> <laughs> You never want to be silent when taking someone's photo because they're going to wonder. And if you don't say something, they will ask. (laughs) And so it's just, you know, for me asking the questions beforehand, like, what do you want? Yeah. Super simple, but what's your best side? Like we ask that when we use an iPhone photo, why not a professional photo session, you know? So Hopefully that was helpful. Those are just some of the things that I think helps to boost confidence when you're like on on site. No, I hear you. And and that's so important. And, you know, another, I think, confidence boost is just the clothes that we wear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because often, y- yeah, you can have, I think the clothes really make the photo shoot, right? Um, so yeah, you bring the confidence, but then there's something a little bit extra mm-hmm. with the out, the right flair, the right, the right, you know, thing yeah. that I see again, like these Instagram influencers, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of, um, the clothing um, can really do, add a lot to the photography. So then I know that you launched a personal styling. I did. Business. Oh my can you tell us about that? And yes. how's that, how's that going? And you know, why, why is, um, why was that important for you to, to incorporate into your business? Yeah. You know, honestly, a lot this year, I felt in my heart that I was supposed to take a full year off of weddings. And so for me, that enabled me to put things off that I had put on hold. And one of the things was style. Like my intention was to incorporate style into my business. And of course, you know, with all my contracts getting canceled because of COVID, like suddenly, and I had all this COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. But the beautiful thing about it is 
I was in my room and I was like, okay, what can I do? What, how can I still serve people? How can I still add value to my clients' lives? And I started making style videos in my room. Like I made a whole style studio in my bedroom and I started doing these videos. And out of that time, like I, I was simultaneously creating a photography course. Yeah. And like three quarters into the photography course, I was like, ooh, I still need some more information that I don't quite have yet because I wanted to provide like an actual preset. And I was like, that's going to take some time and just different things I wasn't able to do. It's like, okay, I'll create a style course. I don't need anything for that. No, actually you do. Because I knew I had all of the head knowledge like already from like years and years of this loving style Um, because I'd worked in retail for a really long time. I've been a style blogger and my mom, she is like my fashion icon. Like, yeah. And so I just had like these roots in style to where when I felt like God was saying, I want you to create a style course. And it was like easy (laughs) because it was like natural to me. But the technical thing is like, wow, a style course? Like I just didn't think I had what it took to do that. But we do. We just need like the, the push to do it. And so the theme of the style course is to elevate your style, beauty, and confidence. And when it comes to confidence specifically, um, I have the experience of like working in retail in the dressing room. And for myself, I would see women coming out of the dressing room, then they'd be disappointed because something didn't fit them the way they wanted to. And I'd help them find that. Or for myself, like I'm a rectangle shape, but I'm very like round on the top. And so I have a hard time finding- Rectangle shape, round on the top. Yeah. So you have to do the body type calculator to figure out your body shape. Okay. Cause I was, like looking at me, like if you saw a full body picture of me, you'd think I'm apple shape, mm. but I'm actually not. I'm rectangle shape because the middle of my waist and is like a little bit smaller and my hips and butts measure the same. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, I figured out what clothes look good on my body. So when I go into stores, I can look at something and say, I like that. And I want to try that on, but I know that is not going to look good on me. No, that is key. Can I tell you, like, because I know, like, I'm more of an hourglass. Mm -hmm. Which gets me into trouble because I feel like as an hourglass, the things that look best on my shape are mostly form fitting, mm-hmm. right? It's it, it's things that cinch in my waist because like, you know, it, like I can't wear, there are lots of things that I see the flowy things and I tried, I tried so hard, <laughs> like, you know, do those and it it just makes me look heavier than I am, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But obviously, it, it it yeah. So I think knowing your your shape and your your body um type is super important. But um, but I think can you know what? I think though sometimes that can get stale, right? Because you. at least for me, because then I feel like every time that I'm thinking about a shoot or I'm thinking about doing something, I'm thinking of the same type of clothes, like either I'm doing a wrap dress or the same kind of silhouette. And it's like, man, I want to, I want to have fun. I want to do like the big things. Yeah. (laughs) I totally understand. I think that's the beauty of the style course that I created is that it gives you the confidence to know like, okay, I know that 
this type of clothing is going to work for me. But what I also did with the style course to help create and elevate your style um, and your beauty, obviously, like already enhancing what you do have is helping you identify what your style actually is. We have a whole module of talking about boho style, boho chic style, casual style, monochromatic style, like modern style, like breaking down all of those things to help you identify what you love and you choose whatever you want. You're not limited to one. And then you also take um, a test to determine what colors look best on your skin tone. And so what makes your skin glow, you know, those undertones. And so you have that aspect too. And so you rotate between all of that knowledge. And I also give like an outfit planner, you know, like what, what's your goal? Okay. I have my style that I love. I have the colors that work for me. I have the pieces that look great for my body. Cause I give you starter kits for all of those things. Right. And so you're not limited to what, it's only going to work for like a dress or something like that. Like you can mix and match and you set your goal for, let's say you're doing a, a shoot for Whitney, Whitney Grace. Yeah. And that, sh- that shoot is a casual chic shoot shoot. It's not going to be the same as a glam shoot and you can show up in a monochromatic suit girl with some nice sneakers. If you want a casual chic oh, or some platform wedges or platform Oxfords with the oversized jacket, don't get me talking, but <laughs> like you can just do so much when you have the information that works just for you. And that's so important. Cause to your point, I feel like again, I, most of us just go to what we know, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, well, um, I know like, um, right for this interview, I'm wearing like pink, mm-hmm. right? So I have pink lips on. Cause I know like my lips pop with right, bright, you know, whether it's pink purples or reds. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but often I find myself, I'm like, sometimes it's a little too much for work, <laughs> especially because people don't, a lot of people don't wear, sometimes they're like, I get on Zoom calls, people are like, Yolan, you're doing too much. <laughs> I am on camera all day presenting. And so, yeah. you know, and so I'm like, okay, I, I have to do nudes, like nude mm. lips and nude kind of color tones and stuff. So it's not so like it's eight o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning and I'm wearing bright everything, <laughs> full face of makeup, right? And everybody's yeah. like rubbing their eyes, right? Oh. <laughs> so it, it, it is important to step outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But what do you do when people are like, no, this is me and this is what works for me. Yeah, And they're resistant because... It, it's been working. So if it's not broke, why fix it? Yeah, I agree. I think that's the confidence is like being in being yourself and showing up authentically as yourself without worrying about, you know, the compliments or the opinions and stuff like that. Like just being like, I look good. Like I'm okay <laughs> with the person I am in the room I'm in. And oh my gosh, I, I can tell you, that is something I took away from my mom, you know, like no matter what was going on in her life or no matter where she was going to show up, she was going to show up fully as herself, fully styled because that's how she took care of herself, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how she grew, like groomed me, you know, as a young woman, like that's what I took away. So now, you know, someone could say dress comfortable. I just comfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I feel feel great. Like, you can feel great in what you want to feel great in. But if I'm going to show up 
fully as Renee, like who loves what she's wearing, who does, <laughs> girl, can I show up? Like, um, can we, okay, since you, you just said a word and so now we gonna really go there because I, you know, I remember a time when someone told me that I was high maintenance mm. and I was offended, right? Okay. Because I was offended simply because I knew that person was a guy, you know, and maybe I was offended because I kind of, <laughs> Um, you know what I mean but that was how God was like that is not the guy for you Mm -hmm. right because the way he said high maintenance was like it was like a negative thing Mm -hmm. you know it was like so it was just like oh you're it was like a kind of like oh you're so high maintenance gotcha and it was like this is you know um (laughs) but because I think um and again that's not that's not the person for me (laughs) this is who I am and I'm owning it but at the time I remember it was like oh man like it was almost like is this a bad thing like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm too you know I'm too extra or just doing too much right and that can be sometimes you know or somebody who is not that way because I think that as women we just inevitably compare Mm -hmm. right we compare and especially because of social media Mm -hmm. you see like someone was asking me yesterday and like I was like Oh, they're like, oh, you haven't posted on your Instagram feed in a while. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think subconsciously in my head, it's like, oh, because I don't have the perfect photo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because it has gone from being like, you could just be regular, yeah. especially in a pandemic. Can I say that I feel like because people are not out in real life, <laughs> they feel the need to, it, it, and, and that's fine, right? Because own who you are. Yeah. But you know, it's Instagram has become that place where we show up, Mm -hmm. you know, we show up in ball gowns, just (laughs) for a photo shoot, right? We're not going anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, for Instagram sometimes. For Instagram. (laughs) I I haven't shopped really for anything all year, but I was like, if I do, it would really just be for Instagram just to do a photo shoot. On it just for the gram. And right? that's okay because you're telling your lawn story in the pandemic. How's she dealing with it? <laughs> but, you know, in terms of this whole thing versus, you know, this comparison thing or this mm-hmm. narrative, yeah. you know, how. I think, you know, that's why I think that actually it was going to ask, but I actually wanted to make a statement because I think that's why your styling course is so important, right? Because whether somebody, if somebody is authentically low maintenance, Mm -hmm. there's a way to do low maintenance, right? absolutely. And I've seen like now for me, maybe I wasn't into heels before, but because we are in a pandemic <laughs> guess what? And, I'm, I, and I started running, right. I've never been a runner, but I started running because I have a promenade and I'm like, I need to exercise. Yeah. And I realized like, Oh, I, ha- this, these are the most pairs of sneakers I've ever owned in my life. I think I got like oh. five, pa- the, the, what, the thing that I did buy in the pandemic, I bought five pairs of sneakers. Yeah. Right. Just because I, first of all, I left all my heels at work. I haven't been to work in March. Oh my goodness. I left all my heels at work, yeah. but I was, I wanted to be comfortable. Right. Cause yeah. now I'm I don't wear shoes in my office. Right. But when right. I'm walking out and about, because I'm not going anywhere, but to the supermarket, I realized I didn't have these kind of comfortable shoes mm-hmm. that I necessarily needed because you going out was going out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then 
that's what I love about this is that somebody who is low maintenance, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a style. That oh. is that is style. Like yes. Beyonce's whole collection, oh. right? Her whole you know, drop is yes. all athleisure, right? Yes, exactly. People are wearing it like it's like make it, it fashion. <laughs> make it fashion. <laughs> yes. I just I when I tell you. If I'm going to be casual, I'm going to be Renee casual. Yeah. Because that's what I love. It's how I want to show up. And it's not for anybody else. Come on. It's not. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I was going on a date, which, (laughs) you know, but... But, that's but a, there's a certain standard that you set for yourself whether oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely this is how I show up mm-hmm. this is and this and it's what I genuinely love you know because it's yeah. who I am it's literally my skin tone my body my style like you can't necessarily quote-unquote argue with that and that yeah. anyone you know what I mean like these spanks look great on me <laughs> <laughs> this pink hoodie looks great on me. This fit looks great on me. And my neutral colored Adidas is perfect with it. So I'm going to wear it. <laughs> and that's my full on casual style. It might not be for a photo session, which is the other thing about this style course. I use the style course, obviously, to prepare my clients for their photo session with me. But anyone can get it, you know, they can use it in their everyday life. And so obviously my, my clients get to use it for their everyday life after the session, but it's across the board, a self care (laughs) tool that can literally help you, um, whether you're going to a dinner party, which, you know, pandemic, but, (laughs) or you're showing up for a shoot or you're going to somewhere, you know, that's, that's the beauty of it is really helping you own your story in those very tangible ways. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, something that, and I I guess this is where I was going to go with the whole, as I pull up, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the soul, if you want (laughs) <laughs> it's the topic of modesty, right? Because mm-hmm. I think when you have an hourglass figure, mm-hmm. modesty can be an issue, especially mm-hmm. in the church, yeah. especially as Christians, right? Yeah. Because we're often told as women that it's our responsibility to protect men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, protect them in terms of so they don't lust after mm-hmm. us, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But depending on your body shape and your type, it's mm-hmm. difficult if you're trying yeah. to be stylish and, mm-hmm. you know, be with the latest trends, right? So whatever those, so athleisure, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. maybe I can't wear Beyonce's line to church, right? I can't, I can't yeah. wear athleisure. <laughs> yeah. There's a way to do it, you know, mm-hmm. got to get the right pieces. And I totally hear that. And I've, I've heard so many women, especially like a lot of my friends that are in church, you know, especially when I was in, doing college ministry, I would hear the concern and it, cause we, you talk a lot like <laughs> in community. Right. And so I definitely hear that. And I, oh gosh, I've seen people say things about women online. I'm like, Oh, like, why, like, why would you say that? You know, about someone who has been given this body and I didn't touch on this, but there is a part of the style course where I specifically speak to women about their bodies. Mm. I tell them um, that they were created 
for a purpose. Their body was created for a purpose, whether they are single for just them, obviously for themselves, for their calling, for their husband, for their children. And their body is a gift, whether it changes or it stays the same. And so that instills that confidence and instills that empowerment. And so while they do have the physical tools, they have the practical tools. And so whether someone comments about their body or not, they have that mindset now that helps them let that stuff roll off their back. You know, if you do want to wear something fitted and you don't want your your figure to be the center of attention, quote unquote, wear a blazer. I teach you which blazers look good for your body type, you know, but it's up to you, I think. Because honestly, I'm just going to be honest, you know, I've talked about me just being really blessed on the top and I struggled with that a lot, a lot, a lot. And so that is why I am so passionate about helping women find what works for their bodies, because I had to go through a lot. I would cry (laughs) going bra shopping. Like it was that (laughs) serious for me. And so when I figured out V-necks work for me and lower round necks work for me or um, some tops just don't work. Like they don't, they don't. I know they don't. (laughs) So just don't do it, you know? And so, you know, every time I come off the rules, but what I know works, I'm like, Renee, why did you do that? Why? why? <laughs> I say, like, why did I just do that to myself? Yeah, but I hope I answered your question. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I answered that question because I just really feel like women need to know, like, you were given an hourglass. You were given an apple shape. You were given a rectangle. You know, like, that's yours. You own that and you own the modesty that fits the inner part. And that's another thing. Like this is not necessarily in the stock course. It is, but it isn't. Is that idea of inner beauty mm-hmm. and whatever is on the inside, you will reflect on the outside. Your choices will reflect in, in, in that. And you can't make anyone choose like differently. You just you know, it's a part of your own conviction and a part of your own character and integrity. So, and, you know, you just saying that just actually brought something to mind because it, it's also an issue on social media, especially with photography is mm. Photoshopping, right? Mm. So you see a lot of images and people have Facetune, they have all kinds of, fil- you know, like filters, mm. right? And I mm-hmm. am guilty of using filters because this mm. is in her thirties, um, <laughs> But, you know, how how much is too much? Because there comes a point where whether it's filters or um, Photoshop or even plastic surgery, where now I love what you said about loving our bodies. But Mm -hmm. then when we we live in a in a situation where we live in an environment or in a culture Mm -hmm. where we have the tools, whether it is, you know, these digital tools to alter or change our body structure right to look a certain way or cosmetic surgery which is permanent right so you know just in terms of um because i and and you know and and maybe there is no answer for this maybe it's a personal it's a personal thing with each person yeah but i struggle with it because i do think because i and i I, you know i'll say this (laughs) i have been in rooms i've been in rooms with christian women christian Mm -hmm. leaders Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh my gosh a lot of these women have had plastic surgery Mm. and not from a, I'm not 
judging it or maybe I am maybe <laughs> I am right maybe that's why I'm asking this question because mm-hmm. then I find it difficult mm-hmm. then if we're preaching a message of acceptance yeah Mm-hmm. and self-worth and like accept who you are and this mm-hmm. is you are fearfully and wonderfully made which is scriptural right. and that is something that we say a lot with women's ministry mm-hmm. but then we're like okay alter your body mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, you know, is, that hip, hip, is that hypocritical mm-hmm. like yeah I don't know as I said I'm you know you yeah. don't have to have an answer for that but yeah. I think this is just something there's a conversation right. that I think um, I'm always questioning, right? I'm always like, but then does that negate the message of you are fearfully and wonderfully made? Right. Yeah. Mm. It, it is. It is a, a, an idea of altering um, God's workmanship. Yeah. And he, I, I've toyed with the idea of getting a brush reduction. Um, the, it doesn't physically like affect me like it used to before because I've lost some weight like but my back would hurt you know so you know I guess it you know depends on the person like if it if it's a health issue or if it's um outer body issue but I, I always go back to inner beauty and like each person having within themselves or within their heart. Um, this is a foundation of who I am and either I'm going to work out or accept myself as, as myself, you know? Um, and of course, you know, society does tell us we need to look one way <laughs> to be admired and accepted, which is what I talk about in my style course. This, it is a, when I was launching, I talked a lot about that. Just a little bit. It was a little awkward for me because that's not really something I talk about. But <laughs> I, I did make sure to say, hey, ladies, do you feel like the world elevates one body type over another? Do you feel clothing is made for one body type or another? I'm going to tell you, I walk into stores and there are these literally 90% of the dresses in the stores are made for some one where it's not a particular style of store. It's not an only boho store or only like elegant dress store. It's just a store that has different types of clothes, but all these clothes, they weren't made for me. They were made for the standard. And so I almost feel like we're being pressured into a corner to say, this is what you need to do to be accepted. This is what you need to do to be loved, wanted by a man, wanted by your peers, wanted by yourself. I'm not saying don't work out. I'm not saying don't do everything you need to do to take care of yourself, your mind, your body, um, because you, you, one, you are a human being and you need those things. Um, but yeah, I do think it's a lot of pressure <laughs> and um, the standard and, you know, it's been happening for generations. It's on the media. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm going to tell you, I walk past certain stores and there are, you know, images that I feel uncomfortable watching. I'm like, oh my gosh like why do I feel uncomfortable watching this because it's it's like you know being shoved down my throat like this is what you should look like when I am never going to look like a 34b um 20 waist and you know 30 hip I'm not gonna do that I can't like unless I get plastic surgery (laughs) and and yeah and you that's it I think but that's what 
I feel like, you know, we have a body positivity movement that's happening right now too, right? That is transformative where you can see women of all shapes, sizes online, right? That are just loving themselves and, Mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? for my size, I can wear this, you know, and put an outfit together and you see them walking down the runway, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for those, those, um, designers that are, um, that are showcasing different body types because they realize that that's a part of inclusivity, right? It's not just, it's not just racial, um, racial differences, like putting Mm -hmm. black models or Hispanic models on the runway anymore. It's like, what you would curvy mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. or um, other t- other body body types. Yep, exactly. It's I love that because we st- we're breaking the stereotypes. We're breaking yeah. the barriers. Like kind of like going beyond the ceiling of this was created for us to stay within, but now we can create something. We can extend the runway. We I can widen that. the runway so we can include other women. <laughs> Who, who are exactly what they are and celebrate, celebrate that. And I love that. I love that so much. And that is a huge part of, you know, I think the, just with this podcast and care deeply mm-hmm. and finding ways for us to care deeply about ourselves and our bodies mm-hmm. and our Im- yeah. the image that we have, right. The image, whether it is that internal image that we, you know, that we hold ourselves to, right. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Um, the external that we portray to the world, but yeah. it is caring about uh, and reconciling the inner beauty with the yeah. outer beauty. And yeah. I think that's such an important part of what you're offering to women. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. And so tell me, how do you care deeply for yourself? Like, what are your self-care practices that you mm-hmm. incorporate into your everyday? I love this because... Honestly, it was in the pandemic that I really solidified how do I take care of myself every day? And I, I'm like, what, do I even remember what I did before <laughs> the past nine months? <laughs> but when I wake up in the morning, I spend time with the Lord. I do my worship and I pray, you know, some mornings are not easy and some mornings are, okay, I need to press and I need to be with my father. Um, and I have that devotional time. I then take a shower. Oh, I exercise, you know, it's been a struggle. This is going to be very honest. Like I started off the year going to the gym, like not missing any time and then like canceling my membership because of COVID. And so <clears throat> transitioning into working out at home. Um, I do have adrenal fatigue, which is something where you're just exhausted. Your, your energy is drained. And so I can't do exercise like I did before. I have to do walking. I have to do really short, intense workouts. Otherwise, my energy is like done for the day. Um, and so that's a form of self care, either working out or not working out when I don't it's have the energy. Yeah. yeah. And I need energy to actually do my bit, run my business. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I work out or not, I get in the shower, I, I take care <laughs> of myself um, and I wear a fresh scent that I really love. Sometimes it has glitter, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Just depends on the day. <laughs> You know, I do my hair. However, you know, sometimes I wear wigs. Today it's in a ponytail with a fluffy, you know, situation that I absolutely love and sometimes I do my makeup sometimes I don't but my favorite 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 thing that I do in the morning is make breakfast while I'm worshiping 
I love it so much because it's my time. Like all of those things I do beforehand is my time. Because once I sit at my laptop, I am focused on the work that my clients need. I'm focused on how I'm going to add value to people online or in my life. And by the time six o'clock hits, you know, if I don't prepare a meal beforehand, you know, sometimes it's breakfast again for dinner or a snack, but, you know, I make sure to make healthy choices as much as I can. And so that's typically my self-care routine on a daily day basis. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know, how can we stay connected to you, Renee? How can we, you know, you talked about your cell course, how can we sign up for it? Tell us more. <laughs> yeah. So you can go to stylecourse.reneejl.com. That's R-E-N-E-E-J-A-E-L.com. And I am at ReneeJL on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> and that's about it. I haven't launched other things yet. But um, yeah, most of the time you can find me at, at ReneeJL. And I'm on Pinterest as well. Um, you'll see a lot of my style inspiration there too. So and I'm always in my stories, encouraging, doing mini trainings on style. I love doing those. Just kind of give people ideas of what they can get on the course and um, just trying to be present as much as I can while also taking care of my mental health. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and showing us how we can care deeply about our bodies, our self-esteem, you know, um, and just our photos. And if you are ever in New York, sis, you put <laughs> me up because I definitely need new photos. Yeah. <laughs> I know we are in a pandemic, so I don't know when that will be, I but I definitely want in on, on, you know, just a photo session and, you know, I'd love to see what, um, what you come up with for my body type for, yeah. you know, somebody who is, a, a hourglass figure, right. Something outside of the norm, yeah. um, for photography. So just putting that out there. You okay. Um, <laughs> I'm already thinking of ideas. Don't worry. <laughs> and then just praying that God will prosper you in what, you know, in, in what you're doing, because as I said, it does make a difference. Our confidence as women mm-hmm. is taking such a beating from the world um, mm-hmm. in terms of who we are supposed to be and, you know, just all these mixed messages. And so yeah. I think it's important for us to really own who we are mm-hmm. and be confident in, in who God has made us and, and, and slay in our photos. Yes. <laughs> I am here for it. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, this is exactly how I am on a session day. <laughs> you know, a good photographer, side so note, a good photographer is like your best hype person. Yes. If your photographer is not hyping you up, <laughs> fire him or her. Like you can walk out of that shoot. Like I am like, you know, Mm-hmm. The godly confidence, like yes, yes God, your yes. creation. <laughs> yes. I am all for it. And you know, I I love when my clients give me that type of feedback too. Like when they get it, they mm-hmm. see themselves, and I'm like, Yes, that is you. Mm-hmm. So just the experience is, is translated. <laughs> I, love, I love. Well, thank you once again for being here with us. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed every minute of it. 
you for joining us for today's episode of the Care Deeply podcast. Until next time, remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And don't let anyone ever tell you any different. Have a good one. And remember to care deeply for yourself and others.